Preeti Chipper. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. I might have been the one. How could I be sure otherwise? I can channel. I'm strong. What said I was not the dragon reborn? All I had to do was fulfill just one of the prophecies. <laughs> uh, I love poor, it. Poor Mazrum Tame. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I love oh. it. I'm, I'm excited to get to him to talk about yes. him. Yes. It's good stuff. Um, okay. We are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things wheel of time. And today we are starting the Lord of chaos <laughs> with just the prologue <laughs> through chapter two. <laughs> yeah. As I told the discord, I attempted to start reading my paperback, which is it weighs like five pounds. And I was like, this is not the font is tiny. It weighs too much. My carpal tunnel will not allow for this. So I'm attempting to make the switch to digital and we're going to see how it goes. I need the like handwritten because yeah. I handwrite my notes and it helps me remember what I think. Well, I did a, t I just got a new e-reader. So I did a ton of noting in the but do you, book? do you use like your, like, do you have to type it out or? Do, yeah, you have to like, type it out. So like, I, I, there is like a psychological phenomenon oh, that no, exists, true. right? It's Where true. you like, when yes. you handwrite, mm -hmm. when you, the physical act of writing something makes you remember it. Better. But honestly, Preeti, because I don't note in the books, instead I have this notebook that I write oh. all my notes in and then <laughs> we sit here and record and I don't look at my notebook once. So, cause I'm staring right, never at the mind. pages. Never so, mind. Like, my system is already for shit. So like, this can't possibly be worse. Like, it, I don't think it's possible for it to be a less shitty system than all I already right. have. Let's see it. I mean, we'll see. I could be wrong. I mean, I mine isn't mine isn't great because I like <laughs> will write the notes in these teeny tiny margins and then I'm like, what does that say? What does it mean? Those margins are so small. Well, My letters is, are so small. This is also true. At least there's no doubt that I'll be able to read what I typed into the <laughs> <That's> <laughs> annotated true. version. So I mean, most of my notes are like, ugh. <laughs> anyway, so true. True. speaking of which, let's start <laughs> starting in strong in this uh, prologue with Demandrit. I actually did like this section. I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. He's in Shale Ghoul and he's like mad about this really tall I, merge <laughs> I love, I actually like this section a lot because one, it's like, it, I mean, Jordan is so good at like painting these pictures. So it paints like a very especially horror pictures. Yeah, especially horror pictures. So it paints a very visceral sort of experience that Demandred <laughs> is going through right now of like the stink and the smoke and the dirt and like basically and the either murder. The, right. It's like it's like the flame princess, the, the flame kingdom and adventure time and oh, like a yeah. little bit of the fire nation, like <laughs> but but dirty and gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even more murdery. It's uh, yeah, it's intense. They're making the horrible swords, which involves killing people, and there's children involved, and it's all very gruesome. And then, yeah, we get this uh, this new dark player, Shadar. Well, first Haran. we're getting like we we're talking about like the forgers and like how they're making these the the weaponry right mm -hmm. with using people, which is. Mm -hmm again, cool and gross in a way that I was like, this is a great way to set up a book called <laughs> The Lord of Chaos. I think it's actually a very, very strong first couple pages in the way that it's like, I feel like it sets me up for what I am 
ready to expect as this book goes on as a I prologue see. should. Right. Uh, sure. Fair enough. Fair. I mean, no, we right? can hope. I mean, I, th- I ho- not remembering what happens in this book, right. obviously. Right. But I do think the next chapters follow through yeah. on what this first, this teeny tiny first segment of this giant prologue does. Sure. So yes, then we can we can get to <laughs> the the murdral, the big the big half man. Yeah, he's extra tall and also he's like clearly favored in some extra yeah, special Haran. Mm-hmm. Everybody he has a name. Him. He has a name, right? With <laughs> right, murdrals don't, don't get names. Murdrals don't use I mean that's kind mm-hmm. of the response we're getting from Demandra of yes. how strange this is. Yeah. That this like half man is not only like speaking to him, but physically is so different than what he would have anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like he's much taller. There's a lot of great like that line where he says the voice sounded like rotted leather crumbling. Uh, I'm like, oh, it's a good sentence. It's a good detail. It's, it's a, a good, good detail. detail. It's a good sentence. Yeah. Um, and like the his name means hand of the dark. So it right. seems like he's very, very high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Demandred is very like, at first he's like, how dare mm-hmm. this half man you know who i am <laughs> right but then he talks about how the like you have to walk through these like jaws yeah. basically yeah which one i did think two things it was a funny like reminder where he was like this isn't natural he mm-hmm. made this and i was like that's pretty extra but okay <laughs> i mean i think we have established that the dark one is the dark pretty extra pretty extra <laughs> With all his names, his like, the many, many literally extra nicknames. So obviously extra all around. He's, all around. He's just a dramatic bitch. <laughs> but like, <laughs> so he's like going through these teeth and the teeth are up much higher so that the mm. half man doesn't have to duck, which is a sign of like favor, favor for this thing. Right. Because we'll see later one of the Forsaken thinks about having to walk through with the jaws touching Mm -hmm. the top of her head um so it's just like a really cool little interesting detail and i don't know where this midrall is gonna go but he's clearly i don't don't remember him at all which i don't remember him at all weird for somebody who gets like actual like very specific signaling and screen time i would have thought i would have remembered right i don't but there's a lot of people i don't remember it's true there's so many who do get screen time yeah but they go into like the pit of doom which is the funniest thing in the world like i get it mount doom like it's a little on the nose Mm -hmm. but by the time this book came out we already had the cliffs of insanity like making (laughs) fun of mount doom a little bit so it just thought i was like all right that's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah and we get this like sort of forsaken pov update on like raven is dead Lanfear is vanished asmodian is vanished they don't know that asmodian's dead uh <laughs> it's very like okay and here's, here's the what recap. you missed on glee yeah exactly <laughs> um can we talk though very quickly about the setting of the boar and like what it means for the pattern and like because he talks about I think what we see in this section are the limits of the dark one, Mm. which is interesting. Like it sets up these limits and it also sets up sort of like why he has to exist the way he does. Right. Where he's like, physically, this place was no closer to the boar than any other in the world. But here there was a thinness in the pattern that allowed it to be sensed. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of lore stuff that happens in the next two chapters. Right. hundred percent. Which. I don't know that Jordan is usually so explicit Mm. in the way he talks about it. So it was an interesting shift to me 
yeah. because because we're getting it from Damon Demandred, <laughs> not Demandred. It could be. Who knows? <laughs> Vague relation to Moiraine through that <laughs> yeah. missing end. Oh, I know, right? Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like what you said, especially about the we're getting the limits of the dark one because I had highlighted a couple bits in here where, for example, um, we're getting like this all caps great lord yeah. to Demandred in his head, and there's like you know, for an instant, terrible anger filled that awful voice. And could it be frustration? Like Robin? Yeah, he's mad that Rand used Balefire on Robin. And he's like, but would you use Balefire? And Demandred's like, oh, I thought we established that was not, that was a bad idea. Like, I thought we, we like did this already and we figured out like that's not a good plan. (laughs) So it is interesting to see, like you actually see the dark one reacting almost in real time to developments Mm -hmm. with like human emotions. Right. It makes him, it's not that it makes him less scary, but I actually think that it ends up making Rand a little scarier because of what Rand is willing to do. Right. Right. Like Rand is willing to go beyond what the dark one is willing to go beyond. Even after hearing from Moiraine Mm -hmm. that the forsaken don't participate in this way. Rand was like, well, (laughs) I'm going to do it. Too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Because you have this line, right, where he's thinking, where Demandred is hesitating when mm-hmm. the Dark One is like, would you use Balefire if I asked, if, if mm-hmm. would you use it in my service? And he, like, hesitates and he has all those thoughts. And it ended, like, if Balefire was unleashed once more, there might be no world to rule, which to me was, like, a big, King Solomon's mm-hmm. the one with the baby, right? Yes. Where it's, like, where I was like, oh, big King Solomon mood here where you're like doing, (laughs) is it, this is not something I would expect of the Forsaken. Right, right. It was very interesting. Yeah, no, it was interesting. It was good. Yep. So Devandred gets unknown orders and then we switch to Nynaeve. Well, he asks if he would be nameless, like basically the Dark One's number two. Well, he's like, he like is offering right. that to everyone. Do you see though officially? Yeah, he is. I think Or so. do they all just think that? Exactly. I mean, I think that like it's he's dangling it before all of them. Like like the 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 dark one is like, "Well, don't you want to be my number one? Like don't you want to be don't in charge? Don't you want to be my number one?" I'm just saying, <laughs> you know that he's offered this to literally every forsaken if they'll do what he asks. You know he has. Like, come on. Come on. But there's the hierarchy. No, they're all climbing all over each other. Like, I I think there is a hierarchy, but I don't think that, like, he actually cares who he like gets the job done you, as long but as you don't done. think it's important that this is the first time that we're seeing the forsaken and demanded the one that we're seeing him them we don't i guess we don't really know anything about the dark one right um i think they use he pronouns for him a do lot. they yeah um but this is the first time we're seeing the dark one basically on the page, right? In in a way that isn't through the guise of like Ishmael or through the guise of I mean, Rand's sort of like 
we don't I really don't know, know what's happening. I don't think that's true. Because didn't we get remember boars? It's so long. The like white cloak boars. Guest did we orders. see the? Did we see the dark one in that one? Well, we don't see him here either. We. Just I mean, this, literally, this does he like? Voice. Does like, he like? Yeah, he gets speak orders. Like this? I don't yeah, remember. There's like all caps. Like, would you? That serve prologue me was like on? seven thousand pages ago. <laughs> I'm just saying. I Never mind. Fine. Okay. I don't think this is. I don't think Demandra's that special. <laughs> Fair. I mean, they they all don't mean anything right, to me still. Exactly. Like there was like Manasa in this, and I was like, oh yeah, Masana. Like when Masana. did he get here? Like when like, did she show have up? We mentioned you, and at everybody's all? like, oh yeah, Masana, and you're like, okay, I guess she's the thing right. now. Sure, sure, why not? I'm so glad because I was like, who no, is I this? had that thought too. I was like, uh, I think I probably have a note in here. I was like, who's that? <laughs> um, all right, sorry. So like I don't the murder. The- <laughs> I don't know her. So like the mirror draw like stays for all of yeah. this and like watches it and it ends with like the mirror draw watching Demandra like cry <laughs> from happiness and screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Nynaeve. Yeah. And she is in a room with Leanne and Suen and she is trying to like figure out how to unstill them. And we get a bunch of interesting information here. Right. So it's, much information. It's so much interesting. It feels like between um the last book and this book, Jordan sat down and was like, I'm gonna think of the actual rules. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I gonna guess create I should codify this. Right. Like I feel like <laughs> before it was like he was just building sort of not yeah. haphazardly, because I don't yeah. think he did anything haphazardly, but sort of like it was secondary. Mm-hmm. Like it it was malleable enough that he could use it for the way he wanted yeah. it to. Yeah. But now this section, <laughs> I was like, oh, you like. You like created a document for yeah. yourself, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So Nynaeve <clears throat> is actually not touching the source herself. She's mm-hmm. channeling through Mogedian, who we find out the identity of. Was also Merrigan. Who and I forgot existed. So I was like, same, who is this? Same. The only thing that was helpful was when they go into like, oh, and she swears she didn't like, fuck up the kids herself yeah, that same, she found them and I was same, like oh okay same. okay now I remember that's who, who you that are is. you're that that's lady you with the two kids I well, we also sorry go ahead yeah and like with with the way that she's doing this is that Elaine literally made right an Adam that doesn't have a connector chain between it she it's made wild. a bracelet and necklace she made it she made it. She created it. Bananas. It's so good. Yeah. Um. But you have so Marion is acting as Suen and Leanne's maid or, or something. I think or was something. one of the explanations. But you have Suen. I liked this. Like Nynaeve knows that they can be healed. She's like, if it is broken, you can heal it. Anything short of death should be able to be healed right. by the power. Right. Um. And Suen is super resistant like Leanne mm-hmm. wants it soon is yeah. like it's not you can't you can't mm-hmm. do it which I get oh yeah in the sense of like it's like I don't want to give myself hope. right right but as usual I think Jordan goes a little too far with it where I'm just yes. like you're acting like a moron like mm-hmm. what does it hurt for her to try yeah so and one of the ways that she tries to like figure out what exactly has gone on with the severing, the stilling, um, is she has Suen and Leanne wear the bracelet. Ooh, that was really cool, which right? Was because super you, cool, yeah. Like you have this moment where she is thinking about um like first she's thinking about 
using Mogadian's power. Mm-hmm. Then she's thinking about how Elaine described it through like matrices, which I was yeah, like, yeah, I, I want to hear that explanation. Science Elaine, I'm here right? for science Elaine. I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, there is this line I want to mention because it feels very intense for Nynaeve to think, right? Where mm. she's like, sometimes she thought it would have been simpler or better if the woman on the stool were dead. Yes. Simpler, but certainly cleaner. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn. Because mm-hmm. that's a big sticking point for her. Yes. Of using Mogedian in this yes. way because she can't give up on having access to that knowledge. And she she is not. It's easier to use Mogedian than to unblock herself. Right. Yeah. So like, and she wants Mogedian's knowledge, which we find out later, like they're passing along to the eyes to die. But it's like super, it's nice to get sort of like a complexity mm-hmm. from Nynaeve, which we yeah. haven't seen in a That's while. It's not just her like ranting or getting in fistfights with yes. people. Yeah. This is like the best Nynaeve POV we've gotten in ages. Like ages. it's really, really nice where she's like, I know I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating to me that I can't for multiple levels, not yes. just because like, oh, this is so hard. It's. Mm-hmm. I can't unblock. I have to use this person I despise and who mm-hmm. should be dead because the world would be better yes. if she was dead. Yes. Like it's it's really great mm-hmm. um, because Mogadian is like, oh yeah, no, not everything can be healed, but not severing. Like she's right. not giving them anything. Mm-hmm. They're taking it. Yeah. Um, and then she like gives the bracelet to Sua. She had mm-hmm. like Nynaeve is like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this experiment works. Yeah. And like Suen can feel Mogedian's mm-hmm. slash Merrigan's emotions and things through it and like sense her, but she can't actually touch access the source. It. She can't mm-hmm. access it. Um, and Ineve is like, that's amazing. Like women who can't channel can't sense anything at all. So like right? this is like good information. And Suen is like, like no. there is something there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Suen's like, Meh. yeah, and I don't. I actually think this is pretty on par for Suen because I agree. Like, she is not about might be's. She's about what is. What is like that's her personality, and and also how cruel would it be to have this hope and then never realize it? So like, mm-hmm. I I like actually feel like that's. I mean, Robert Jordan always leans too hard on some of these things, but I feel like this is in keeping with her personality. No, um, I think you're right. I and agree. same with Leanne. Leanne's like, yeah, give me the bracelet. Let me try. Like, please God, let it work. Um, and it doesn't. But like, she uh, she actually experiments. With it like she tries to make Mogadian feel something mm-hmm. through the bracelet and it doesn't work but like she's like yeah they're actively like scientific methoding that shit which I appreciate <laughs> it's really nice it's nice yeah. to like see this aspect of this person and this character that we know mm-hmm. exists but haven't gotten to yes experience in a long time and then we get a little bit of like women who lose Aka who yes. like are shielded or like whatever have to find other things and mm-hmm. so we find out that they're like running their agents and they are still trying to use subterfuge essentially to get the eyes to die to support rand without Mm -hmm. letting them know that they're doing it (laughs) right (laughs) and then uh elaine barges in Mm -hmm. and she's really upset because they are sending an embassy to camelin and she's not going to be allowed to go and we get this whole thing where sue and leanne like already knew it yeah so okay few things yes it also feels like between the last book and this book, Robert Jordan might have gotten some feedback <laughs> on the way the women interacted because mm. there's a lot of like, well, this is also a good thing about Elaine <laughs> happening in the next few sessions. Yes. 
And this is also a good thing about men. And I was like, did someone talk to you? <laughs> I hope so. Right. Cause there's like to her credit, Elaine blushed and apologized immediately. Mm. And then like when Elaine, when someone told Elaine she was wrong and she knew she was wrong, she got it mm. right away. And you're like, what? Where have you been for Where like have you been? a whole book? Where has that um, been but- for a whole book? <laughs> But also we find out that people are saying Rand killed mm-hmm. more gays, mm-hmm. which Elaine obviously does not believe. Right. And Elaine also does not believe that she's dead. At she's all. dead. Yeah. <clears throat> so and Suan is like, she probably is dead, though, which is like also kind of classic Suan being. Like, I know. Right. Who cares should, about your feelings? Like, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so and, then we well, have then they exchange. Yeah. Yeah, they explain to her why she can't go. Right. Essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm. which <laughs> this sort of like sets up the course for like the rest of this thing, which is basically people acting on either flawed information yeah. as if it is accurate. Yes. People being told have truths, being told lies mm-hmm. and like the the chaos that is going to yeah be unleashed as a result of these like untruthfulness, these rumors, Mm -hmm. all of these things. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they talk about Rand's amnesty. Like apparently word has really spread about how Rand is collecting men who can channel to Mm -hmm. him and is making sure that they don't get gentled or stilled, whatever we want to call it. And yeah, there's just like a lot of back and forth of like Leanne and Suan like explaining to Elaine why she can't go to Camelin. And Nynaeve sort of picking up on the characteristics of what's mm-hmm. coming out of these interactions, right? Where you yeah. have her sort of like, they're talking about how like um, Rand needs to understand the like graciousness of getting nine eyes to die mm-hmm. to come to him and what that means and like. Elaine pushing it back because she does know Rand better than they do. Yeah. Um, and Nynaeve sort of being like, well, you know, this is how it goes. Like, Suan is going to lie because she still can. And like, mm-hmm. we're going to like picking up on just these pieces. But there's something that I think is also brewing where she says, I said I did a good many things because they always had. So you're mm-hmm. going to have this, like, I think he's seeding clearly the fracturing between maybe the like, younger class and yeah. the, the newer class of Aes Sedai and the traditionalists yeah. when tradition itself has been broken. Like, right. why are you still right. Right. participating in a broken system? Which, right. Which we've seen the wise ones be like, well, everything's different now. So I guess we have yep. to change. And like, but obviously the Aes Sedai are a little more mm-hmm. resistant. Shall a we little say. surprising, actually. Yeah. Right. When you think about who the Isle are and how. Yeah how committed they are to their traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're just smart. There is strength <laughs> and there's strength and change, right? Yes, there's strength right. and willing to change. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, a deeply pragmatic viewpoint. Yeah. Also like they are deeply pragmatic. Yeah. So I think that's also part of it too, but True. I did love this line. I don't know what page I've again, digital now, but I loved this line about um, Nynaeve is thinking about Moiraine uh, because Suan is saying like, there's nobody near Rand that we can trust. Like we don't have the information that we need. Um, Mm -hmm. And Nynaeve thinks that like, she was so, she was, she, this is line she'd wanted to for so long to make Moiraine pay for what she had done to them. That losing her was like a, losing a piece of herself. I was like, oh girl, like, yes, you have finally like come to terms with that. Like it actually is right there on the page. I wish we could have seen her 
like the the actual process yes yeah yes I I think I wish we could have seen that epiphany happen well I mean it's like you said we've skipped a bunch of character development probably because Robert Jordan can't do it I know (laughs) he was like it just doesn't do or he won't do it for women in the same way that he'll do it for men yeah yeah we don't really get it for these women it's just like oh now they're fine like they are all on an even keel like they're frustrated about things but they're not treating each other like shit so and hopefully that'll continue That'll stay the course. Yeah. Knock I'm on not, wood. I was going to say, I'm not super hopeful about it. <laughs> and, then, and then we see Nynaeve being like, Suan and Leanne, like you already knew about this. Like you, mm-hmm. you already knew. And like, you see her again, being smart, being clever, yes. reading the room, like being aware of what's going on around her and not just like obsessed with her own thoughts. Yep. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Um, I did also love this moment where Leanne is like, oh, Min's going to go too, by the way. <laughs> so catty. So catty. I, and Nynaeve is like, how yeah, dare how you? How dare you? Like, yes. Why would you say it in that way? Like, that's mm-hmm. so vicious. Yeah. Um, and like, Suen is like, well, we have to push it so they can fight here. And I love that it doesn't go the way that they think yes. it will. Yes. Because they Same. are consistently despised Despite everything, underestimating these women. Yes. Yes. Because they're both so wedded to tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So then Suen and Leanne is like, all right, we're we've done enough here. We're gonna go. Um, you know, try low game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 90s like, mm-hmm. that makes me nervous, but okay. And then Mary, well, Mogedian says this thing where she's just like, I, it makes me nervous that Mogedian is just watching everything. Oh, I'm yeah. like she's waiting for the, so much information. She's getting this so much information. Yeah. And she has a way of, she is the spider, right? Mm-hmm. She knows how to manipulate. She knows how to do these things. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, you bite at one another, like rats in a sealed box on the evidence. Your chances are not very good. Perhaps you should consider other options. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Ooh, yeah. because like then when Nynaeve like snaps at her, she's like, she can feel her fear, but then mm-hmm. she's like, she can feel a spark of hope, but I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Don't I mean, get out. Divide and conquer. Like it's descent is only good for her amongst the people who know about her. Right. So yeah. Well, so that's actually another thing where this yes. is in naive section. We also kick mm-hmm. off this like very intense that again continues throughout of like who knows what. Yes. How to balance who knows what. Mm-hmm. Because like it's like. Suen, Brigitte, Elaine, Leanne all know about Mogedian, mm-hmm. but only because they have to. But like Suen and Leanne don't know about Brigitte because right. it's not their secret to tell. That's like right. it's all yes. these like yes. layers of mm-hmm. knowledge and who has access to what. Right. And it's it's very confusing and it's very yeah. twisty and it only continues when we get into the Elaine POV in a oh, second. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I did think it was kind of neat how they're using Suan and Leanne to pass the information about the dark friends that Mogedian has given uh-huh. them to like have it come through the Eyes and Ears network. And then they're using their own quote unquote accepted studies to like mm-hmm. pass along the information that they're coming up with about the source, which is hysterical. Well, I love this, right? <clears throat> Where she's like, Nynaeve is like, really focusing on the knowledge right mm-hmm. that's the, that's yes it's this other stuff but the knowledge is a big big reason yeah, it's as how to she's why. justifying it her yeah it's herself. completely but i i loved sort of the way Nynaeve was 
treating the like the power is sort of how I treat like I'm obsessed with force lore and Star Wars. I'm obsessed with like how the force works. And I'm like, Nynaeve, you are you are a power dork. <laughs> you are a huge nerd for when so is Elaine. <laughs> yeah, totally. But like in different ways. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, so she like the her section ends with her like questioning her about, you know, weather source stuff or healing you know just she's just like trying to get any more information that she mm-hmm. can yeah. because they basically were like we don't know she's not mm-hmm. giving information right. but sometimes they don't even know what questions to yeah. ask right right and then we switch to elaine mm-hmm. Brigitte has like pseudo adopted the two little boys that are obviously not merrigan's children yep we get a little bit of solidar which i guess solidar was abandoned apparently yeah. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, a Um, lot of information dumping here. Right? Saladar was abandoned. They're now calling the tower, like the room where everybody meets the little tower. Yes. Um, There's this like weird moment with Gareth Bryan. Yeah, I highlighted that too. Like Gareth Bryan is 100% ignoring Elaine. It feels like a weird choice. Yeah, I don't understand it really. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I was like, what? You're supposed to be an adult. Right. Like, what are you doing? Right. I don't get it. So and then Elaine runs into these two Aes Sedai who we Uh get like extensive descriptions of. I cannot bring myself to care. I don't care. There's so much description in this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. Like. It is we have like, to know everybody's oh my like God. eyebrow shape. It was like, like reading freaking Hawthorne on their feet. Like why? Just did not care. Did not care at all. And there was so much of it. So much. So the best part, as far as I was concerned about this, is we find out that Elaine is the first Aes Sedai, well, accepted technically, but the first person to make a Terra Angriel since the breaking, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And Elaine is like, yeah, but I could have done better. Like, I could have done more. Like, she's clearly a perfectionist. She's like, I yeah. guess I did okay, but like, it doesn't work as well as I wanted it to. <laughs> no, it's really nice. And they're like, there's granted some of it's from Mogedian, yeah. of course, yes. like we, we get it. Um, but some of it is of her own devising mm-hmm. and of her own ability to like, like when she was with the sea folk and was able yes. to figure out the wind weaves. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that sort of devolves into her then thinking about secrets and lying. Mm-hmm. And this sets up like a weird parallel that I'm not sure how I feel about a little later, but mm-hmm. She's like, they're keeping so many secrets, telling so many lies. She hates telling lies. She like wishes she could take the three oaths. Oh, I did. (laughs) Yeah, that was like a lot. Like it's a very intense Mm -hmm. section on how frustrated she's getting at having to lie to people all the time. Yes. And in a way where like Suen, when the minute she was able to lie again was like, I'm "I'm going to lie to everybody. Uh-huh. Totally. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like pages of it actually, because then is. it's like there's subterfuge, not just Regina Mogedian, mm-hmm. but like Moiraine knew how to do. We find out like mm-hmm. I Sedai, which we knew, but like yeah. the way Elaine frames it, mm-hmm. it makes it about subterfuge. Yes, instead of like the I Sedai should be sharing knowledge, and mm-hmm. like you want to make the next generation better than the one before it. Mm-hmm. But this is like no people keep their secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And I mean, it just builds on this theme that we've had going for a while of the divisions within the Aes Sedai. Like, no group is a monolith. Like, but everybody's out for themselves. Yes, I agree. But it, it feels bigger than that now mm. when you frame it the way Elaine frames it within the context of this greater mm. deceit. Mm. Like, it was division prior. Now sure, it's being right. framed as, like, you're deceit right. and subterfuge in a way that before it was tradition and this is what the Aes Sedai do. Right. Now it's within, it's it's being paired with lying mm-hmm. and being paired with like all these other like much more negative perspective, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, interesting. Uh, let's see. So she is headed off to find Min who mm-hmm. is doing laundry. Yep. And... I thought this was a sweet conversation. It's a sweet conversation. Yeah. I don't know that I like, I mean, you of course will know if (laughs) if we need to close read it, but I was just like, oh, it's nice. Like they have like a really real conversation about like, what are we going to do? Like, I can't go. I'm jealous that you can. Like, I feel weird about this whole situation. Yep. I feel weird too. Like, okay, let's be friends. Like, I wait, they're not, they're not catty. Like there are several moments where it's like, um, you know, Suen says I should spy on him. And Elaine's like, you won't, right? Mm-hmm. And Min appreciates Elaine's assumption yeah. of how Min will act because it's one that's like, no, I know you're not that kind of person, right? Right. right. Or there's like, you'll carry a letter to me. And Min's like, yes, mm-hmm. 100%, you know? Yeah. And Elaine is like, I don't know if I would do that for her. Like, right? It's a really, like, yeah. But she still, she think. what's nice is like, we don't have men's POV, so we don't know. Right. We're seeing Elaine's perspective on how mm-hmm. men is reacting. Men could be having the same sort of yes. like, well, I don't know if I would do this, but like, mm-hmm. of course I'll do this. She's yeah. my friend. Because Elaine, same thing where she's like, I have these thoughts of how I want to act, but that's not actually how I want right. to act, right? right. That's and right. that's what's kind of like, this feels like a step up from the kind of cutesy, awkward girliness mm-hmm. of that we saw mm-hmm. in like book one, two, <laughs> I don't remember, in Tar Valen, yeah. um, where they are growing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like really lovely to see. Um, yeah. I do think we should talk about when they well one there's this moment where they talk about Nynaeve Mm -hmm. and we get Elaine's perspective on the way Nynaeve treats her Mm -hmm. and again is a little bit more uh, how do I say this like it's not as absurdly emotive yes as it was in the past she's just sort of like I don't understand how I'm supposed to be around her Mm -hmm. because I don't think she understands how she's supposed to be around me yeah and the conversation about not Rand specifically, but the greater yes. sort of world, right? Yeah. Min's like, well, we're winning, right? Like, I, we're li- doing I highlighted it. this. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Min's like, yeah, he like, he's like, forsaken die and nations are bowing to him. And like, Aleda's probably going to hand over the tower to him next. And the last battle will be a walk. We're winning. And I'm like, oh my right? God, Min, do you really believe that? I was like, Min, this is how you lose. Yeah, exactly. Like, please woo! knock on some wood. I know. And, and then Elaine's like, like, are we, yes. are we though? I don't know about this. Because she says, you did not need to be able to channel to see the dark one's hand at work. Mm-hmm. And if he could touch the world this much, if he could touch it at all, mm-hmm. like we're seeing that Elaine who like recognizes threats and recognizes yes. the reality of the situation. Like yeah. it was just, I, I thought it was a really strong 
back and forth. Granted, we don't know how much of that is because so much of like previous yes. books is frustrating. Right, exactly. But no, but, I agree. Right. It yeah. felt it felt very strong. Yeah, um, but totally. this is another I do want to point out where because we're going to see this again as well where Elaine is thinking about secrets and how Min doesn't know about Brigitte, but Brigitte doesn't know about Min's viewings. And she thinks like those are Min's secrets to keep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see Rand say that almost word for word about Matt. Mm. So it's like just this like constant through line. Mm. Um, okay, that was it. Now we can go to file. <laughs> yeah, so file is, I listen, I have some feelings about this section. like. I forget because it has been so long since I read, especially like feudal system, epic fantasy written uh-huh. by like written in this time period. Like I read, yes. I read, a, I read a decent amount of modern epic fantasy, but it's usually by people who are like interrogating. Really, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Interrogating like, and like here Fail is being like, you know, the well these are the responsibilities of the nobility and like Perrin just doesn't want to like realize it but like she's extremely like noblesse oblige and like I just hate I there actually some of this stuff comes up with more gays too and I was just like oh my god like if you especially if you contrast it with like Elaine genuinely believes that her yes. like family has the right to rule but the way she approaches the use of power feels very different to me like to feels much more analytical in well, a yeah, way. this felt like cosplay. This felt yes! like I'm yes! putting on this is the role that like yes. I have been taught. And so I'm mm-hmm. filling it, even though I don't truly necessarily like you can tell she doesn't necessarily believe it because she's so just dis- like um not dismissive, but just like she's like frustrated and annoyed by the yeah. entire experience. But like mostly she's mad that Perrin isn't doing it with her when like she nobody like they're like I'm just like he he didn't he didn't ask you to do this she's right. like well I'm doing this for him and he's like nobody asked you to do this like literally but she, no right but she also she to do this. she's mad that he's not doing it but she's mad that he's not doing it because it's annoying and she's annoyed that she has to do it but she's the one making herself do it. Like I agree. Nobody else is I agree. making her do this. But like, this if you think is, this about is a problem of her own creation, right? But if you think about the way, like, I'm sure both Fael and Elaine believe yes. in their in that their roles should mm-hmm. exist. But Elaine believes in the work that she's doing. Yes. yes. Fael just believes in the hierarchy. Yes. Yes. Like that's, that's sort of how it, it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get a lot of really freaking <laughs> annoying, like it's so bad. It's terrible because we haven't seen Perrin in I like know. a whole book. And this is what we get is like Fayol being like my throne. She basically had herself a throne card for her and Perrin. Yeah. And like, but the thing is, there are some parts where you're like, yes, someone should be thinking about, sure. you know, when you have like these, the, like two rivers was an isolated mm-hmm set up right they and they were extremely anti-outsiders mm. anti blah 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 like whatever now they have very insular now they have refugees coming in from the mountains they have like these uh differences of opinions you have like send buoy coming in for, like all these like right. outsiders coming in and taking right. our jobs and blah blah, blah. Right. And, like so you yes like there needs to be some kind of leadership who can handle problems that maybe the current leadership was not set up to handle right sure I can acknowledge that (laughs) and so we saw pieces of it but so much of it is just annoying Mm -hmm. yeah 
yeah so we we see her like hearing local disputes and they're stupid disputes like supposedly I like I find this this one especially so hard to believe that like these two women are coming to like, her for a public a hearing about will I'll see the boy they're like oh well we both he like we we should have I should I saw him first basically is like the nonsense it was very like, weird what? that's ridiculous it's just and more I, Robert Jordan like oh women are like this this is what women are like but right? he also <laughs> tries to like wink at himself a little bit yeah. because he's like she notices the woman like come to the realization that this may have gone beyond her control like she shouldn't have done this like as she's doing it but I'm like no 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 you can't you can't have that nope you can't have it yeah yeah you just have a lot of like she's irritated a parent and these like really annoying the only one I think the only information we really need were like the refugees were important and like how like there are all these people coming into this town and now the town mm-hmm. is getting bigger for it and how they integrate their lives and these different pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. yep, yep she's yep. like introducing taxation. Yeah. 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 I was like, ah, oh, cool, okay. cool. Yep. And then like, yeah, go to the hole for sure. But right. I hope there's a better system than you just deciding when two people come to see you that they're right. going to give you a percentage of their earnings now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then we get the wisdoms coming to mm-hmm. her to, and there's like this whole subplot, like thread about how like all the wisdoms are in love with Perrin or something. And I, everyone is enamored with Perrin, yeah. and Perrin is the reluctant hero. Like yeah. that's what that is, right? Yeah. But here it's like they don't have any. Where we get more about the weather, it's like unseasonably mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. It is. It should be snowing. They're worried about running out of water. File has brought like irrigation mm-hmm. to two rivers, which like mm-hmm. cool, I cool. guess. Yeah, cool. Um, interesting. Um, we're kind of seeing those things Jordan loves to do, which are like cultural exchange and evolution, yeah. and how mm-hmm. that changes thing. But that change isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this thing where it's like again this weird noble commoner thing yeah this nasty like part of the compact between noble and commoner like it's like (laughs) well it was interesting because obviously I was thinking about what our relationship is to our leadership in this country and the complete like lack Mm. of like the the anxiety and urgency I feel on the daily and fail to see reflected from our political leadership right but granted it's supposedly representative democracy and so this is someone she does say, like, the people have chosen to make Perrin a lord <laughs> several times. We don't know how true that is. Yeah. You know, they call him lord, but what does right. that really mean? Right, right. And so there's, like, a little bit of, like, fine, if you're in this place, sure. Right. If you right. are the quote-unquote leaders of this town, yes, you should be able to, like, make your citizenry, like, feel... Sure, yeah. Whatever, right. but... But it's compounded by, yes, is this real? Yeah. (laughs) Or did you just take it? Right, right. Did you decide that this was what was happening? Like, did Mm -hmm. you interpret them calling him Lord Perrin as a license to like do all of this stuff that was not actually what anybody else had in mind? Yeah. So, yeah. So she like gives the wisdoms a pep talk, basically. Like that's what it is. That's what literally she gives that's them a all pep it talk, is. And then that's it. That's what happens in like twelve pages. Well, and then we have this like weirdness where she's like thinking about 
how she was uh, campaigning, essentially. She's meddling in the mayoral election. But it's like campaigning. Like, Like, that's kind of what she's doing, right? I guess. She is. She's like, why not? If we should have a mayor that we can work with, like, fine, whatever. But like, there's this weird line again with the like violence between Perrin and File where Mm -hmm. she's like, uh, Perrin got mad about it, Mm -hmm. basically. And she's like, he was a gentleman, slow to anger, but just to be safe, she barricaded herself in her bedroom (laughs) until he cooled out. Like, what the fuck? Well, their relation, as we've already established, the physical dynamics of their relationship are not great, Bob. Right. We get like a reassertion about uh, Aram and the Tuathaan. And Aaron's like becoming a really good swords person, I guess. Yeah. And then we get this weird, like, she's like mad that like his friends are foot servants and she wants him not to treat them as friends anymore. Well, yeah, it's a, it's like, more of that. Like, I mean, it's, if you put it up against the way Rand is acting, hmm. it's interesting, I think, because Kyle yeah. wants Perrin to be more of what right. Rand is, which right. Rand is like, I'm in a role. Mm-hmm. I have to be in that role. And if I'm not in that role, granted for Rand, it's the world will end. Right, right. Um, but he can't, he like, there's a line in a minute uh, when we get to the first chapter where he's like, I don't even want to know these people's names. Right. Because they are not my friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And Perrin, I think we've seen a lot of Perrin's resistance. We don't get his POV, unfortunately. Right. I can't I believe know. I'm saying that. I cannot <laughs> believe those words just came out of my mouth. Um, but I yes, did, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, we do get one glimpse of Loyal. I know, I underlined it. Loyal down the street, Loyal's doing story time. I know, cute MVP of Two Rivers. That one sentence, yeah, just the best. <laughs> so, yeah, so Perrin and Fayil have this whole conversation where Perrin is like, I can feel Rand tugging at me, like, he needs me, I have to go. And of course she's like, well, I'm going to. And he's like, no, you're not. And then she's like, fine, I'm going to sneak away. And I just won't tell you that I'm going with you. What's funny about this is like, I get that Perrin doesn't want her to come for danger, but like what he says makes sense based on the system she has set up. Right. She is the one who's like given them all of these like roles, all of these jobs that nobody asked them to do, but she's doing them anyway. And now if people are depending on them for this, yes, she should stay. It right? is totally logical. It doesn't make any sense. And so like Perrin though, I do think it's interesting that he can have these feelings like so intensely that he knows he has to leave. Yeah. Compared to the last time when he left Rand mm-hmm. and he was just like, I'm going, I have to go. I have to go. Right. Um, and how I wish again, we could have seen Perrin having to come to terms with he needs to go back to Rand because it was such an intense experience for him to leave. Right. Right. Like, I think, I think he's like shortchanged us a little bit. Jordan has. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Jordan has. Ugh. And then this freaking. Oh my God. I don't, I I like don't care. I, it is dire streets when I am preferring Gallad to Gowan. And that is where I am these days. Oh my (laughs) God. Same. What? Like he's got this whole like weird like cult troop basically where there's like very specific rules for who can be in the younglings and like some of them have weird and it's so gross. It's so I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. Um, It's so strange because this really this whole section, which like very 
speedily, I think, because we don't, whatever. He <laughs> is just like with these Aes Sedai who are meeting with Shido. Yes. Uh, wise ones, which I was yes. like, what the fuck so this is going on? I finally, we're getting to the thing I thought I remembered happened the last book. We're really? finally, yes, I was so, I was so, I felt a little bit vindicated that it happened in that, like we get the first in the, of prologue. It, in the prologue. I was like, I knew it. I freaking, I mean, I got some details wrong, but I still knew that it had to be happening soon. And I was right. Um, anyway, I just had the book wrong, <laughs> but I was close. I was close. I did not remember this at yes. all. Yes. Um, so the Shido Isle are like making some weird bargain with Aleda's tower. Yeah. So like, but so Gowan and some of his younglings yes. have come along with yes. these Isidai away from that. He doesn't know what's going on. They're far enough away that like, mm-hmm. they don't hear anything. Right. Um, but what he's just thinking about like the younglings and da, 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 and like why he's here. And this to me feels like, so he finds out in this section from some like random guy <laughs> Uh, first we have him like, I liked the way he was thinking about Rand, right? I kind of like at the, before he finds out the thing mm-hmm. where he's like, Gowan had rather liked Randall Thor. He regretted that the man had turned out to be what he was. Right. And then he runs into this man who's like, by the way, the queen's dead. And like, they yeah. say the dragon did it. Right. Okay. Wait, let's rewind for just one second. Okay. I okay, want right, to call right. attention to this one sure. line where he's thinking back about the choices that he made. And mm-hmm. he's like, yes. you know, he had no right to think of Egwene, but abandoning the tower would be abandoning her for such flimsy reasons yes. that a man chooses right. me. I highlighted, I was like, yes, flimsy. Your reasons are super flimsy. No, I flimsy. agree. I agree with you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fast forward that. I no, thought it happened okay. later. But like, yes, he's like, even knowing, like, if Aleda had ever discovered that he had helped Sue and get yes. away, he would die. But even with that, he chose to stay because his mother had always supported the tower because his sister wanted to be Aes Sedai yeah. and because Egwene wanted to. Right. Flimsy. Like, he doesn't know. The exact word. Like, what he knows is that Elaine is yeah. not at the tower. Right. Why did How? he stay yes. at the tower and not try to go find sense. her? I wonder if this is Robert Jordan being like, y'all, I know I've like character assassinated this person. Like, let's just I know this acknowledge make it sense. and move on. <laughs> I need him to be here. This is so what I need here. to happen. Fine. Ugh. I just anyway. wish there had been like, oh, whatever. So he like knows that, like he has no facts. No, None. no facts. Zero. He doesn't facts. know where anybody is. So he hears yeah. this rumor. And he acknowledges it that it's probably rumor, Mm -hmm. but then he's like, but if it's the rumor can have a way of becoming true. And if it's true, I'm going to kill the dragon reward. And you know what it felt like? That stupid white cloak son who was after Perrin for killing his dad when Perrin didn't kill his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Bornhold. Bornhold. The baby Bornhold. The baby Bornhold. The drunk baby Bornhold. Like it felt exactly the same. The note I have on that last line is Gowan antagonism escalation. Like Jordan is clearly building him into an antagonist. Yes. And it's not in a good way. It's so clicky. Like this peddler scene is so forced. It's like so forced and weird. It's so awkward and like it comes out of nowhere. It's it's so bad. It's so bad. bad And it's like it really reads like parody. It does. It does like making fun of fantasy. It's so strange. It would it would belongs in like a Terry Pratchett novel. Yes. Where it belongs. I just and it was like the the I mean we talk about we've talked talked about how 
Robert Jordan uses authorial intent like a cudgel and like that's this scene mm-hmm. like that's what this scene is where he's like I need Gowan to be this right here are all the ridiculous reasons he's going right. to be this it's yeah I, it's how not do a good I, look it's not like a good the look. Gallant stuff was so good in the last yeah, book how do you how I how like how it's so bad. Yeah. So then we switch POVs. Like, let's get out of there as soon as possible. Oh, <laughs> I also switch- don't want to spend a lot of time on this because no, no. I also hated it. I agree. It's terrible. Katerine or Katerine, however you want to say it, is this randomized Sedai who's like thinking about like how annoying the younglings are and like nobody actually likes having them around. So like she's like, maybe the aisle will kill them for us at some point. Like that'd be great. And you're like, but oh, specifically cool. Gowan too, yes. right? Like yes. specifically she hopes that yep. they'll kill Gowan. Yeah. And Elena's like hinting as much. And then we get like, they're like talking about the Shido Aiel and like, will rant like they're selling they're gonna send a joint delegation to rand mm-hmm. is the plan um to honor him and they'll like escort him back to the tower and you're like yeah that's never gonna happen like obviously but they're also like happen. really dismissive towards the shido yes, wise yes. ones are like oh these savages think they know so much yeah, but they're so gross. stupid yeah and then we find out inevitably that katarin is black aja as and, is like, galena yeah so galena so we get some more black aja and like they're talking a little bit about like why I don't understand why we've been ordered to like save the dragon reborn like it doesn't make any sense but like you know we already know that there's a lot of irons in the fire here yeah and it's it's just again not particularly subtle or interesting because it's not giving us anything we didn't already Right. right know to be true I mean I guess the only thing that is new information to us is that like the white like Aleda doesn't like having Gowan around at all I guess that's the information we get kind of feels um, like that could have been done yeah, could have been done differently and then we switch to Therava who is one of these Shido Aiel and or to Savannah to Savannah oh you're right you're right it is that's just the first person who talks so yeah, yeah. it's a Savannah POV and she's the worst so annoying <laughs> which we she knew. basically is like we're gonna trick the eyes to die and take over all this land yeah yeah, it's really okay. obnoxious. And she's like got this whole like uh the you know dragon reborn will kneel before me, blah, 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 blah. She she wants but nobody to ever go to Ruidian again. Like, like this didn't whole... really make sense to me either in terms of like how she was accepted. Like I feel like we should have mm. seen that too. Because they bring up all the points of why she shouldn't have been. Right. Of like she had two failed chief mm-hmm. husbands. She's never been to Ruidian. She's mm-hmm. never done da-da-da. Okay, then why, why is she in charge? Why is she in charge? Yeah. Like that did it legit. I was like, I don't understand. Well, I mean, it just says literally, well, fortunately, enough of them listened to her. But and not why? the other person. Yeah, I'm right. Know. I feel like we should have been able to see that because yeah. again, feels super flimsy and, well, and super she's like wielded a lot of power in like, you know, Kooladine is she's but like, like Kooladine ne- dying should have been a big enough like oh you we mm. we backed the wrong horse kind mm. of thing right yeah. like we we did not this was not a good plan for us so we need to regroup but and robert jordan this out. needs this to be a thing exactly so. <laughs> i did um, there we get this weird moment where yeah. some strange wetlander had found her in the mountains and given her a cube i think it's important i think that word is going to come back I agree. Okay. I think it's going to come back in this. Yes. 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 Okay. So she gets a cube and like is told what to do with it. And like somehow it's going to help her, you know, get her revenge against Randall Thor. 
Yeah, it was interesting. We'll see it. I don't care. No. This is another situation <laughs> where Rand has like so many other bad guys and well, so many other like fights yeah. to fight that okay it's another threat lurking in the dark mm. but it's another threat lurking in the dark that doesn't have the grounding that I needed to have for I me see. to particularly care right so you're just like okay well another person hates Rand no cool. surprise right <laughs> and then All we right. switch to Morgan oh, who is in Amadicia the worst possible <sighs> place she could have gone like I said and lo and behold it's not going well I'm so annoyed about it's this. It's like we're supposed to believe Borghese was this incredible leader. Yeah. Oh my God. This chapter, I hate her. I hate her. She is so awful. Like this line that she said, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I'm just so mad at it. This line she says about how Kerhianen were disgusting, but at least of them kept their, like most of them kept their dissolute ways hidden. Like her like notions about decency, like go fuck yourself, Morgays. Like who is this person? Person. I Who is don't this? know. Yeah. Like it's it's again like so she's trying to get the the Ailron, yeah, the king of Amadicia, who is this like blustery whatever kind of <laughs> kind person. of slimy, yeah, yeah. Um, to give her the troops she needs to go back to Andor, mm-hmm. um, and it's clearly not working. And like no. Talonvor is like bucking. I did like Talonvor. <laughs> yeah, same. I was like, I hate to agree with Talonvor, but he's like, we should have gone to Gildan. I'm like, yeah, buddy, you should have. Right. Like, obviously. <laughs> but also this moment where she's like on your knees and he's like, are you my queen? And I was yeah. like, ding, ding. <laughs> go, go to town, Talonvor. <laughs> I loved it. Like, I loved everything about it. Like, at least he lowered his voice, like, mm-hmm. but his eyes, like, oh, it was good. There was yeah. like there but she doesn't deserve it yeah that's right that's right (laughs) yeah and like if I'm trying to like you know retcon or like headcanon this it's like okay so Morgay's just got out of an abusive relationship like she was controlled and manipulated with compulsion she is having a really strong trauma response and she doesn't like how she can remember enough of how she behaved to feel like shame and guilt, like survivor guilt sort of about it. So like if again, if I'm giving him way more credit than I think he exactly. deserves, I think you can turn this into all of this stuff about like necklines and how Karen are disgusting and this and that and the other thing is just misdirected shame at her own actions, which is yeah. not like she is having that trauma response and like obviously it wasn't her fault, but like, she can't, she like, that's, she doesn't know how to process what happened to her. Yeah. And so she's projecting outwards at others, but I don't think Jordan has earned that explanation. No, no, he is not. He is. You're doing all of the work. I'm doing all of the work for it. It's a very, it's a very kind interpretation. (laughs) Um, then we have some like stuff with Lenny. This line did make me laugh where she comes in and Lenny's like, you must learn not to let men put you in a fret. Fretting makes your face blotchy. I was like, damn, Lenny, are you my mom? <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> but Lenny also is just a caricature in this yes. moment where oh, she's yeah, just 100%. sort of like spouting out mm-hmm. funny lines. Then like, whatever, nothing matters. It's so annoying. And then Pedro oh, Niall shows up. Yeah, I was just going to say like, and Morgays is like, oh, dang. Like, I really was hoping to avoid the White Cloak since you you went to the place where the White Cloak presence is the strongest. Like, this is just stupid. It's so stupid. And of course, Pedro Niall is like, oh yeah, we can help you. And this, this is bananas. She like 
Well, okay, wait, I'll rewind. So here's another case of information coming from the worst possible source. He tells her that Gabriel is dead. Yep. And like, he is the worst person to be relaying this news to her because he has spun it into this whole like, Rand like taking over Camelin and like well it's like another situation where you have someone who like Pedro Nile is supposed to be the person in this situation right who is like the manipulative yes. like whatever and like yes worse information but then he's like but he's clearly a false dragon <laughs> and I was like okay so everyone's stupid yeah like, everyone is stupid <laughs> Which makes yeah. me like angry about having to read any of them having conversations mm-hmm. because I'm like, you're acting like, even if you think it's the eyes to die, right? Clearly, this man is a very big danger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and she, like, you know, it's, she's like thinking, like, well, this is his interpretation, but it could be lies. So I need time to think. But like, she's, she really is not holding her own here in any way shape or form no we we get like brief moments of yeah. her being like okay this means this and this she's means the this, and what if this means this of this book like uh, she so far yeah turning from like somebody who we have seen be smart and thoughtful and like good at stuff into this like again caricature of a person mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> and so she's like, okay, I have to think about it. And then it's like, they really are the true power. Like, no, duh. No, duh. You well, should have known that. Yeah. And like, she actually, this this made me feel insane where she's talking about like, okay, well, Aileron would want this and that and the other thing to help her. Niles' demands would be easier to grant in a way. And right? then she lists off what they are and they're and horrible. They're bananas. They're bananas. Like, how is that easier and better? Like a law against channeling? like mobs going after eyes to die like you know freedom to root out dark friends which she knows is not a real like she's like yeah that would be easy enough but well, then like, i could always kick them out later and you're truly like truly oh bananas you're delusional you're delusional and so then he leaves when she's like i need time to think and then like yeah. talonvor rushes in because they yeah. let Pedro Nile get into right. her room yeah. and she like freaks the fuck out <laughs> and yells at him yeah. and like we find out that like Basically, this section is also like, oh, I've had great women so far. Better cut one down. Mm-hmm. She acts truly. First, she like yells at him, which I think by like, fine. Right. You can yell at him. No one should have gotten into your room. Right. But then they're like, oh, you're, you better feel bad because he actually got beamed in the head. And there were like right. 30 of them. And she's like, fine, you can go apologize to him. Right. And then this Brienne person says something shitty mm-hmm. and then she freaks out and throws her wine at her. Yeah. She has like a tantrum. She has a huge tantrum. And then she like kicks everybody out. Mm-hmm. And then she has to like do this where she does that thing where she's like, would it be that hard to oust the dragon reborn mm-hmm. or, or oust uh, the, the white, white cloaks? Blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then she's sort of thinking about Rand. Like he is, she, she knows he's the dragon. Yes. She's like, yes. She does not believe he's a false dragon. She thinks mm-hmm. Pendred Nial is being stupid for thinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have this weird scene with this oh like guy. I like I my note here is definitely a dark friend. Like, like this he has is, to be a dark. He friend. He has to be a dark. Hater Connell. He's his definitely. He's got to be a dark friend. He's it's like so some weird. Random servant who's like, but I I'm from Andor and I my uncle and I will help you escape. Like what? 
What? It's Who? so weird. What? I just wanted you to know help was nearby. We yeah. don't have a plan yet, no. but like, it's we coming. Have, we know a merchant. He gets, he has pigeons. Like what? This is just so random. It was it's so definitely weird. a dark friend. It's definitely right? a dark friend. And so she's like, okay, now tell me what's going on in Camelin. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And then it ends. Again, getting information from the worst possible sources. Uh, and then we're like in a Pedronile yeah. perspective, which starts in a weird way that parallels Elaine. This is what I was talking about, where he's oh. like, he doesn't like lying. Oh. He like has this whole thing about how he like he wants to be able to tell the mm. truth. And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to take from this, Robert <gasps> Jordan. What am I supposed to feel about this? Awkward. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so explicit. Yeah, I didn't like, notice. Literally, he's like, uh, Morghese was well in hand and he had not had to lie once. He yeah. did not like lying. It had all been his own interpretation of events, but he was sure of it. Right. It's like, what are you trying to tell me? Mm. I don't know what I am supposed to feel about this. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. And I always hate reading about the fucking white cloaks. Oh, yeah. I mean, same. And then, like, he's, like, summoned J. Jim Carradine in, and they have this whole, like, you know, power dynamics conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It's basically, don't really, like, like Carradine is, like, uh, what do you want me to do? Because mm-hmm. he's been failing and... He's like, you don't want me to go after the dragon. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. You don't want me to go after the Aes Sedai. And we see Pedro Niles' mind at work where he's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. We can't do it now. Here's the, we're going to trick them, essentially. Yes. yes. Um, because he ends up with being like, Altara and Mirandi are about to be tormented by a plague of dragonsborn. So clearly mm-hmm. they're going to pretend to be dragonsborn. Yes. Yeah. And like screw some shit up. When really the dragonsborn can do that on their own. I was just going to say, what's his face? like, Masima doesn't need any help with that. Like he's right. got it under control. Oh my god, okay. And now we are with Masana, who apparently exists. God, Surprise. This, is like, this prologue is so wild. <laughs> like, how is this a prologue? This is like a novella to set up <laughs> the Lord of Chaos. Yeah, seriously. So it, somebody said that the audiobook section of, of the prologue was like three hours. I mean, we Preeti, we've been recording for an hour. I know we're not even done with the prologue. I mean, the benefit is like the prologue takes up two thirds of this. Well, it's true. It's true. It's true. Because we're like we're on page 65. Yeah, it's true. You're right. You're right. So like, yeah, we're with freaking Masana and who cares? And who cares? I mean, it's a lot of like forsaken, like power play sort of information. Yeah. So it's Masana, uh, Samaridge. Who oh, is yeah, doing and then like work. shows up and Demandred shows up um, and Grendel shows up. Right. And we find out that Samael will not be joining them because he's busy. <laughs> he's busy. He's trying to find an Angriel or a Sa'angriel, which like actually um, is a pretty good plan because Rand has those things. Yes. And then we have like this, that this is where we have that moment with Masana where she'd been, she had been to the pit of doom right. twice while they'd been waiting for, because they've been waiting for 17 days mm-hmm. since Demandred went to the pit of doom. Right. Um, and she'd been down there twice and made that same nerve wracking walk with the stone fangs brushing her hair. So that, mm-hmm. that jaw apparently opens and closes. Right. <laughs> so extra. <clears throat> so extra. Okay, so let's see. This is the part where I think 
this box thing that um, Savannah has comes back, there's this line um, yeah, where they're um, talking about like a stasis box, you know, they're yeah, they're trying to like figure out because they're talking about how Samael is trying to find an Angriel and a Angriel, and sh- they're like talking about like, well, you know, they say there's some here or some there. And Masana's like, well, we don't and, and nobody knows the location of anything unless somebody knows where a stasis box is. And like, this is the first we've ever heard of a stasis box. Right. I'm pretty sure it's and the it's like, oh, the stasis boxes should have survived the breaking, but like probably they're like at the bottom of the ocean or buried beneath mountains. It has to be the cube. It has to be. It has cube. to be the cube. Um, we get a little bit more about before we get there. Like there is Miss Masana is such a weird choice for this yeah. section. Like I don't know why well, a, she didn't exist before. She this didn't book. exist before this book, and like maybe that's why he's like, no, she's gonna be a real person. Right. Um, but we get some like demanded stuff, which mm-hmm. every male forsaken is like oh, set yeah. up to be burning jealousy, <laughs> like. I, it's so weird and it makes it really hard to distinguish them from one yes. another. Yes, because they right? all have the same motivation. It's They're all jealous. the same motivation. They're jealous. So like Demandred is like almost and not quite had been the story mm-hmm. of his life. He was born the day after Luce there and he could have. <laughs> although it is interesting that Jordan is deliberately, I think, oh. setting up this parallel mm. with Mazerm Tame mm-hmm. because Mazerm mm-hmm. Tame has a very similar conversation true. True, true. with Rand about yep. his place right mm-hmm. um because it's like born one day like spent years almost matching but not mm-hmm. quite like that i guess is interesting and occurred to me as i was saying it <laughs> <laughs> is it fine but i think so i think it is i think it is interesting okay. where you have like he's he's making unlike the other times i feel like where it was just like this seems like the best motivation mm-hmm. This feels like him making a deliberate plot and character choice. Okay, sure. Not just a character choice. Right, right, right. Um, This is also, I feel like, the most we've seen of Grendel, who I don't care for. No. I mean, who would? (laughs) Right. This line, okay, so after the whole stasis box thing, this thing about Masana being a teacher made me laugh really hard. yeah. Because it was, like, unsuited for research. She, like, got kicked. She wasn't allowed to be a researcher. And then she's like, well, she had taught until she found out how to teach them all. (laughs) Who are you? It actually comes back in a later Rand moment. It does. It's so random. very funny. It's like, what is this weird joke about teaching that you have going? Yeah, seriously. It made me laugh because it's like, okay. Um, Then we find out what the, the, the thing is that the, Lord wants Demandra to do, which I was like, what? I don't understand what this means. Yeah. Me neither. Because it's like the first part of the great Lord's message was simple. Let the Lord of chaos rule. Because this is the like answer of like, okay, this, uh, actually this paragraph is interesting, right? Because like Masana is asking this, are we to kill Al Thor? Mm. Where, uh, where can you safely reach him? Whatever Grendel says, mm-hmm. um, Still, Demander kept silent, stood there studying them. No, not Grendel, Semridge and Masana. Mm-hmm. When he did speak half to himself, it was to they too. Like that mm-hmm. felt weird and deliberate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, oh, when I think about where you two have placed yourselves, like how much of this has been designed all along. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he clearly knows where they're camped out, even though we don't. 
and then he gives them the message about yeah let the lord of chaos rule so like grandel's there but she's apparently not exactly key to this yeah but also yeah and then and then we don't hear the rest of it it's like and then he told them the rest so it's like secret plots um They're just like letting rand make his choices i don't know like I let I rand make his choices like i assume it <laughs> or is point- mesram tame is mesram tame the lord of chaos oh. I mean that's interesting. I see right? we're gonna find out at some point who the Lord Maybe. of Chaos is. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and she's at least smart enough to be like, "There's probably a plan within a plan within a plan here." Yeah, but then she also says like she did not know. She wasn't sure if she was you know excited or scared. It could work. It could hand them everything, mm-hmm. but it required luck. And gambling made her uncomfortable. Demandred was a gambler, which that has to mean Matt's got to play oh, a part in yeah, this, right? You're right, you're right you're like right. it's so on the nose. Mm-hmm. So like, is Demandred as Demandred? Like, it's so hard to tell. Like, what the way Ro- like Robert Jordan is using specifically using his words both echoes Mazum Tame later and Matt. Mm-hmm. So like, what does that mean for how Demandred mm-hmm. is going to involve himself in Rand's life? Right. I don't know. I don't know. And then we and switch then, POVs again. So there are two new Forsaken. And this is wacky. Are they Forsaken though? I don't know. They were like, yeah, I, I think so. They are. Because so their names are Osangar and Erengar, and mm-hmm. they used to be dead and now they're alive and they're previous things. Because he says, do you at the like the mirror draw, our our mm-hmm. Shadar Haran yeah. says uh because there's a lot but he's like do you not feel gratitude you were dead and are alive think of robin whose soul is beyond saving Mm. beyond time you have a chance to serve the great lord again and absolve yourself of your errors i think they're probably right i think maybe asmodian perhaps oh interesting um could be be. i think maybe asmodian and maybe (sighs) who else was a little angry for lanfear yeah well and we don't know for sure that she's dead technically who else? Who's another lady who's dead? I don't even know. Mogedian's not. I know. Demandra gave us our whole uh, <laughs> recap and we've already forgotten. But hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, okay. Raven is dead. Lamphere's vanished. Asmodian vanished. Grendel says Mogedian. And maybe it is supposed no, to be Lamphere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't I guess... think it's those other two who died in the like first book whose names I can't remember. Yeah. I feel like it may be Asmodian and Lamphere. All right. I don't think it's Lanfear. I think that would be a weird way to get rid of a character who was that pivotal. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. The section is very weird, though. It's like they're being created. It's a little confusing. Like, I've spent half of it being like, I don't understand what's going on. No, I don't either. Because, like, he's, like, looking at, like, a mirror, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The guilt fire mirror reflected the room. And the mirror reflected a woman striding up and down in a dark blood red gown, her beautiful face. I don't know. It was very confusing to me. I for like half a second thought it was Padden Fane because we know that he has been like remade once or twice, but then I was like, oh, this is definitely not him. Like this is something no. else altogether. But I'm just I saying like, like it would that's how confusing it was to me. I was like, okay, is this like know. the more I think about it, the more I think it is Asmodian and Lanfear. Hmm. Like because their fates were entwined already mm. by Lanfear pairing Asmodian with Rand mm-hmm. and them being the only two who knew about it. Mm-hmm. 
land the Arangar's energy gives me big land fear you're vibes. not wrong you're not wrong and osangar's energy gives me big asmodian yes, vibes it's also true someone's gonna be like i can't tell you how wrong you are but you're wrong <laughs> yeah probably we're super wrong but whatever okay anyway. so the prologue's finally freaking over <laughs> Yeah, like we don't know what they're there for. Like there's some part of another plot. It's another plot. Yeah. So, so the Great Lord is sending them out into the world again. Right. And that like their their names mean that they're poison coated daggers. <sighs> yeah, that's what I meant. They're paralleling, I feel like yes, uh, what yes. Asmodian and Lampier right. were doing. Okay. Chapter one. <laughs> An hour and a half later. Oh my God. Okay. So the wind rose. <laughs> God, lots of wind talk. I didn't I I, I like underlying wind. So many pages of wind. They're wearing Camelin. They're flying yes. the dragon flag. Right. Rand okay. is practicing swords. Rand is practicing swords with a bunch of the these are the men whose names he does not want to know. He offers right. gold in exchange for like a sparring these, partners these basically. sparring partners um it's a very fun sort of like sparring it's a good event. action sequence yeah totally good action sequence mm-hmm. um basically he takes down four of them one of them gets a hit on him and mm-hmm. so that meant he's like pay him this is where he's like he wants opponents not friends right um, he misses lan poor buddy he misses he lan. misses lan uh they're all these like Endoran nobility around <laughs> who are simpering and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. The maidens like, are there being like, Why do you the, insist mm-hmm. on touching swords? Like, come on now. And he's having they're like throwing the coin out, and he's mm-hmm. like, It pleased Rand to use Tarvalin coins for this yeah, debt. It's like, okay, <laughs> getting a little snooty. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get sort of a reprise of the say a very similar scene I felt like to what we saw in Terhian with yes, those yes. nobles yeah. where you have a one of the women is like mm-hmm. all over him they're all like so much again competing for competing. his attention we have to know what everybody's dress looks like or coat or whatever the dudes are just as bad as the women in terms they're like of wow flattery. you're amazing you're like amazing. wow oh my god and then I love this like scene though then it cuts to like Bashir yes. like Dave and Bashir is like sitting on this what like this throne chair, this chair yeah, like a giant with his like chair. leg thrown over Waff and he's like a what are you a gilded chair right it's a gilded out to chair. the courtyard it's so weird but he's like he's why like, are you doing yeah, this like why what is like the point of this exercise like this and then he stupid. like throws mm-hmm. uh dagger at him and Rand stops it with the power which was Bashir's whole point of Mm -hmm. like him being like you could get seriously hurt if you continue to do this right but like I would like you to not do this Mm -hmm. because if he's basically like if anything can get close enough to you to hurt you it's not going to be a human being right 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 Yep. He's basically like, this is who you are. Like, be who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rand has some really awful thoughts about, like, yes. the only way to live is to die. And it's yeah. loose there and being like, you should die. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, like, actively, like, fighting with his own brain. And, and everyone's kind of like, 
Ooh. Yeah, it's really <laughs> awkward. I did but, like this line. Uh, the more Rand learned of the one power, the stronger he became with Satan, the stronger loose Theron's voice became. Like we're getting a real explicit, uh-huh. like yes, explanation. The more he uses the power, the better he is at it, the more in danger he is. Which and is that's why he likes yeah, catch doing... 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why he likes the sword practice, right? Because mm-hmm. they also I liked this. The absence of thought was a barrier to keep him himself. Yes. Where you're just like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. I still like Rand. I know, I, I know. And he's trying so hard. He's trying he's so really hard. trying really, really hard. Um, Bashir is like, we need to find an Aes Sedai. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. Rand's like, do we though? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. Like, I don't know. Do we? This, okay, this section really right here made me laugh really hard because like, Bashir is like, you're going to have to bring an Aes Sedai in, man. I, I think you're going to have to do it. Right. Uh, and then Rand's like, well, it's not like I'm going to avoid fighting. The white cloaks aren't likely to welcome me to Amadisia. Mm-hmm. Samael won't give up Ilian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just mentioning Samael's yeah. name, somebody faints. Yeah. Somebody starts throwing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is absurd. And then he's having these really intense thoughts about just like, you know, all of these are the the royal the nobles who were buddy buddy with Gabriel and he's mm-hmm. like you know if I knew that they knew but he's like no I would use them anyway like he's so like yeah he's like deadly still pragmatic I mean that's a parallel to Nynaeve mm-hmm. actually um yeah so. yes and then yeah and you use so, what you can right right exactly exactly and like yeah they it shouldn't be true but it is that these are the compromises you're making um and then you mm-hmm. know Bashir is like well we have a good plan for Samael like <clears throat> that young Matt Coffin like I would love to know what books he's read or where he's how studied. does he know this stuff how does he know this and Rand, stuff and this is Rand yes right Rand being like those are Matt's secrets yeah I don't know Yep. I did like this line that made me laugh where he's like, what books did he read? And he's like, you'd have to ask him. I don't know. And he supposed Matt had to have read a book sometime, <laughs> somewhere, but Matt did not have much interest in books. Right. <laughs> it made me think of Bingley being like, I can read. I know. <laughs> so good. Um, and then in the next page has my favorite line. The Kara Karn will catch a chill. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. How the maidens continue to like mom and big sister Rand. And she's like, he's like, it is like 90. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, obviously using Fahrenheit for, we don't know for sure, but it's like, he's like, it's sweaty. Like it's, it's we have very heard over hot and over how winter is not here. Like it's very hot. And, like, and she's like, you'll catch a chill. Have a shirt. Have a, have but a shirt. I do like Bashir's like pushing this Aes Sedai yeah, thing real, real hard, hard, right? Yes. Like yes. he says it several times yes. and he keeps being like, he keeps bringing it up. Rand keeps trying to like sidestep the conversation. Um, but Bashir is like, you don't want them against you. Right. They need to think they have some control mm. because we don't know, like, we don't know what they'll do otherwise. Right. Yep. Um, and Rand sort of is like, what if I tell you there are hundreds of Aes Sedai? And he basically mm-hmm. was like telling them that the yes. power has split. Yes. She was like, what? What? Again, yes. information. Information. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And he and sort of is like, people won't, the average person probably won't care. If you have Aes Sedai, you have Aes Sedai. But kings right. and ke- queens right. will know the difference. Right. And then in the next line, this cracked me up. He's like, well, they're still Aes Sedai wherever they are. And I'm like, he's the only person who doesn't know about Saladar. At this I know. Point. Like, everybody <laughs> oh, else knows about Saladar except for Rand. <laughs> oh, Rand. Um, he keeps trying to push down Lutheran, mm-hmm. uh, and then he thinks about Moiraine and how she was the only one he trusted yeah. and how she told him not to trust anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, and don't he worry. he only really trusted her towards the end. At least he I acknowledges know. that. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's like so my sad. heart. I know. Um, and then Mazerm Tame shows up. Yes. Yeah, this guard comes or is and is like, uh, by the way, Mazerm Tame is at the gates. So, you know, that's that's happening uh fyi and i forgot about this but mesram tame like raised saldea basically yeah, yeah. like this is super went to war deal. yes exactly and bashir's so, like, whole thing is trying to right. find him the whole reason <laughs> that everybody was like where davram bashir has disappeared find me davram bashir he was chasing mesram tame which we found yep. out at the end of the last book and yeah, Rand was like well you can't have him if he comes here well yeah i did like that where it's like um Bashir is like, what if he didn't? Because Rand's like, everyone, they have amnesty. Like, right. if a man can That's channel, right. he has amnesty. And Bashir is like, well, what if he says that he's the dragon reborn? Oh. And I love Rand going, if he thinks that, I will disabuse yes, him. Yes. I was like, oh, that's a good line. It's a good line. It's a good line. <laughs> so, yeah. So now, chapter two, we get sort of this rehash that, like, here's who Mazram Tame is. Rep. He's like one of the many men who was born around Rand who can channel. And mm-hmm. like, he actually got farther than most. Mm-hmm. And there has been a lot of like hash made of his escape from the Aes Sedai on the way to the tower. Like, was it a Black Aja plot? Was it a Red Aja plot? Was it, you know, Suan's plot? Like everybody's like casting aspersions. I believe we found out it was a Black Aja plot. At I don't point, remember. I'm pretty sure that's true. Anyway, regardless, it caused a lot of problems, including that Davram Bashir then was like running around trying to find him. <laughs> um, and then there's like a whole page of having to wait to get like yeah, it's so like much. everybody starts vomiting again because they're so freaked out about being in the presence of Mazram Day. And it's like, can everybody just leave? Like you can just go away. Yeah, just like get out of um, here. Rand has like a conscious, like, I should not be holding the power well when mm-hmm. he shows up because I don't want to appear afraid or weak. Yeah. Um and Bashir is like, all right, all right. Like there's an amnesty. Okay, fine. But fine. he's not allowed in Saldea. Like he's not allowed in Saldea. Uh and then t- I loved this. Okay, bit. wait. Side note, side note. I yes. just have to say yes. how annoying I found it that we hear about Bashir's dark tilted eyes like six Oh my god, I know, I know. Times. Like we it's, get it. We get it. He's ethnic looking. We like, get we it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Calm down. Um it's so much. Uh okay, but I did really like this part of I liked Tame and Rand. Yes. yes. Talking. Yes. So like Tame shows up and he is like 15 years older than Rand. Yeah. Right. Like a lot older. Like a him. lot older. He's like, which when Rand was like, he's like 35. I was like, oh, <laughs> I know. I feel so called out right now. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're a, you're a baby. That's right. We have to remember that he's like 20. He's barely 20, 20 years old. Um, but he has this line where he's thinking about yes. how wild that is because of how how men who can channel go mad. 
And it's Rand had clung to sanity for close mm-hmm. to two years so far. And we have seen how rapidly yes. he has been slipping. Uh, yet in front of him, had a, he had a man who must have managed it for 10 or 15. That alone was worth something. I had the then, exact same thing highlighted. Oh, it's so good, right? Mm-hmm. Because that immediately sets Tame up in such a strong way. Yeah. And yeah, then, and, and then Luce Luce Theron Theron yes. loses his, what little mind he has yes. in Rand's head. Yep. It's yep. like, it's like, kill them all. <laughs> like, Demandrin and Samuel betrayed me. Like, I, they hate, it didn't matter what I did. Kill them all. Kill them all. And you're like, wow, okay. Calm and down. Rand's like, I am Rand. I am Rand. I am Rand. I did not know them. I am Rand. <laughs> and then Devin Bashir is like, are you sure you're Mazrim Tame? <laughs> but this is so good, right? He's like, are you sure? And yeah. he's like, Tame's whole thing in this is like yeah. almost smiling. Yes. Like he's consistently on the verge of yes. smiling. And he goes, I shaved Bashir. <laughs> it's hot, right? Had you not noticed? Yeah. Should I channel for you? Right. <laughs> he's very, I like the way he talks. He's like sassy. I like, he's, he's sassy. He's matter of fact, he's mm-hmm. direct. Uh, and he always seems like he, you can tell he's like, I am smarter than everyone here. <laughs> yeah. Like I just am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a really, really strong introduction. Just the, just even just like the cadence of his speech, because he yeah. starts with like, I shaved and it's kind of cocky and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And then eventually in, in just one paragraph is like, uh, I could have killed him. They all forge you dra- daggers, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a short abrupt like it's just really strong like I I feel like he's unlike a lot of other characters tame is given a really strong introduction in dialogue Mm, in mm, a really cool way mm -hmm. I agree I agree yeah so all of the guards are like ready to stab him through they're already he's deliberately antagonizing and Rand is like uh if you keep doing that I'm gonna let them kill you so like maybe stop Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, yeah, he's like, did you come here to see me or taunt him? Right. <laughs> um, and then Tame is like, well, I came to see you because mm-hmm. t- we find out that Tame, the battle ended because that the whole like uh, vision in the sky thing yes. happened. Yeah. When um, Rand was fighting Ishmael. In the second book, I think. Um, and he's like, they say it's the dark one. And Rand's like, no, 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 it wasn't. And this is where Rand sort of is like, he is like, I need to remind them who Tame could be and mm. who I am. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we get this whole like, like rant about the Forsaken's crimes, mm-hmm. which is like pretty great, but also like, um, he like goes through this whole thing of like, you might be bad, but have you ever done X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z? And it's like horrible, like crimes against humanity. Yeah. Which is where we found out that Masana set up schools to like teach people to be dark friends. Oh my God. Like what? Who is Masana? I mean, who are you? I don't know. Um, And then he ends it with like, whatever you've done have, doesn't rank with that. And now you've mm-hmm. come to accept my pardon to walk in the light and submit to me. Yes. Like, and then basically is like, you better, you have to do this. Like you mm-hmm. might want some glory, but like, mm. Mm-hmm. you'll you'll earn your pardon a thousand times over yes. before we get to the battle yeah. <laughs> so strong so strong and then tame's response is great right yeah he's like well actually i thought we could be like a partnership yeah, like, like you know, partners in charge obviously Rand, like, freaks out <laughs> loses it loses it yeah. or he's like nope 
no partners. I am the dragon reborn. Mm-hmm. I am the one. Yeah. I am the alpha now. Yeah, I'm the alpha now. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, callback. <laughs> oh, our teen oh, wolf past is never wolf. so far away. Oh, never, never. Rand um, is the alpha now. <laughs> Rand is the alpha now. Um, but so Tame, like Rand does it, like Tame has that moment where he's mm-hmm. like, he he says, We could be partners, I would be the lesser partner. There, mm-hmm. but there's a lot I could teach you. And Rand freaks out. Mm-hmm. He's like, You're gonna you'll go where I say, do as I say, when I say, and tame immediately mm-hmm. to one knee. I submit, I will serve him and obey. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of wild. Like Rand is like, yeah. whoa, like really that, that easy, huh? Like that easy. And Tim's but, like, and, yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, he's Rand actually acknowledges like, well, I guess I'm Taverin. So like, maybe that's part of it. But I think also Tim is like, well, what are my choices? Like he says, what are yeah. my other choices? I don't really have any other choices. Like at least you know, here. Yeah. Right. Here I have a choice. And this is where we and get the line about like, the how glory. did I know, you know, that I wasn't the dragon reborn? Mm-hmm. Like all I just had to have fulfilled a prophecy. So, yeah. And to the point of like uh, the victors write the history, right? Yes. Where he's, yes. he says like, maybe if I had, because Rand's like, oh, you could have been born on the Mount of Dragon Mount because, mm-hmm. or on whatever, because Rand was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they would have said I was. If right. I had fulfilled a piece, and we know, we know that that might be bullshit. Like in the sense of like, we know Rand was born right. on Dragon Mount. We know right. that he has loose Theron in his head. Mm-hmm. We know all these things about him that are not written in the prophecy necessarily that right. show us that he is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. But to Tame's point, yeah, and to Robert Jordan's larger point, right. story can allow for this to exist. Yeah. And the person who tells the story gets to shape it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we find out that he is basically like, listen, if I stick with you, I can still get glory. I can mm-hmm. still get honor. When they write your histories, I'm going to be standing next to you. Mm-hmm. And Rand's and like, like uh, forget maybe, <laughs> I guess. Um, I suppose. And then he starts asking him questions about mm-hmm. the the power and I guess maybe this is where Robert Jordan was like I need to just sit down and figure this out yeah (laughs) yeah it's true because if you've got somebody setting up a school to teach people about the power you need to know what they're going to be teaching. you need to know what they're going to be teaching um so he's like can you uh teach men to channel do you can you test a man to see Mm -hmm. if he can be taught he's asking all these questions like because men aren't like women in that they can just sense right if another man has the ability to power mm-hmm. or to use the power um and Mazroom team is like wait 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 so like people have actually showed up for this like what uh not just real <laughs> and Rand's like just tell me yeah 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 so we find out he can do those things and then mm-hmm. Rand asks him like well how have you stayed sane and he's like I don't know I just did well he says he asks, are you worried? <laughs> Which seems like, who? <laughs> um, and then he's like, I can't help you. I don't know how I just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm as sane as Lord Bashir. <laughs> Ooh. And but this is, is like, a moment oh, where people know. are, yeah. people are looking at him too, though now. Right. Because I think that Rand has a lot of anxieties around obviously going mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, people have that fear, but Rand tries so hard not to let it show. Right. So this is a scary conversation to be having. Yes. Feels yes. like. 
oh shit and then this yeah, thing this bananas thing happens so tame is like well i brought you a present and he pulls out another one of the coendular seals and this bananas thing happens where lose there and tries to get ran to break it right like what it's he, so like, stressful it's so stressful and you think it's only happening in his head and then it like zooms out to where he realizes he's like saying like must break it must break it out right. loud, holding the seal over his head everybody's staring at him and Bashir is like hanging on to it like mm-hmm. I don't know what that is but like maybe we shouldn't break it and this actually gets to Rand uh, to yeah. to uh, tame because mm-hmm. Rand comes back to himself and he's like, "You're right. You should not break this." <laughs> really, um, break this. And like, tame is completely shocked at what yeah. he's just seen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is tame sort of like coming to the realization of Rand might like because I don't know right. that tame truly believes anything yeah. based yeah. on how he's talking. No, it's true. But this feels like a moment where he might be getting a sliver of belief mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and he like has this whole story about like some guy gave it to him his family's been guarding it for 2000 years which i was like okay i don't know um so yeah. there and then are he- three oh. ran knows of three but don't right nine nine even them no nine took the ones that ran knows about never mind never mind. yeah i can't remember Okay. Anyway, so he gives it to Bashir to guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bashir is also like, by the way, or he says, Rand says to Bashir, like, so you just saw me go most crazy. Like, why aren't you afraid? Mm-hmm. And we get this whole story about like this <laughs> general like, okay. who was like super, you know, disturbed. And uh, I feel like I'm, I'm just having this thought, like we talk very flippantly about we like we're using the word crazy a lot like we are like well no 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 it's not I'm using the words they use in the book yes exactly that's all I'm trying to say is that like I know that like a lot of this language is like not great so like just to acknowledge it's where like I think inside of the context of the book yeah it's a deliberate choice to use the words that they use in the book to specifically refer to the thing that Rand is talking about yes which yeah is this sort of descent into what the book defines as madness for mm-hmm. men who can gentle. Right. Channel. I, men who can channel. Sorry. <laughs> ah, but anyway, words. we get this story about this other person who was also like did a lot of inexplicable things and like nobody did anything about it because he never lost any battles. So the and they were just like, like okay. Yeah. Right. And right. Rand's like, so you're following me because you think I'll out general <laughs> the dark one. And Bashir is like, no, I follow you because of who you are. And right. we have to, this is the point that I think we all think the whole time when people are fighting yes. against Rand is the world must follow you or those who survive will wish themselves dead because Rand is the one who has to fight. Mm-hmm. So everyone should follow right. him. Right. No one should be thinking about gentling him. No yeah. one should be thinking about killing him unless mm-hmm. you want to lose. Right. Yep. So uh, let's see. He invites Bashir to go to the farm with him because that's where he's going to take Tame. Mm-hmm. 
And, and Tame's like the farm and they ignore him. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> Bashir's like, ah, oh, thanks, but no thanks. And then Bashir is like, okay, but like, I don't want to go to the farm, but remember how you were going to inspect my troops this afternoon? Yeah, and this was this weird. Whole, I have it highlighted. Like, and Rand's like, I'll be there. And it's, it, there's this whole aside that's like, it's too important to change, but nobody, but Bashir and Matt knows why. Like, it just has to look like a useless ceremony, even though it's like secret, fancy, something mm-hmm. plot is happening. So they've hatched some plot that requires Rand to inspect Bashir's troops. Yeah, but there's also a set, like, it's like, it was too important to change. None but Bashir and Matt knew. He could not let anyone else think it was more than a casual matter, a useless ceremony for a man growing whatever. Um, the Dragon Reborn going out to be cheered by his soldiers. And then there's, like, a second visit, mm-hmm. which, like, needs to be kept secret, and it might right. stay secret, right. but those he wanted to learn of it would it's yeah. very like he's got a lot it's we're back to like rand having cryptic side plots yeah we don't know yes about. yes 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 uh and then we get a little bit of like rand thinking about avienda because he doesn't <laughs> want to get rid of his fancy bulk buckle because she gave it to him um and then the explanation for it finally the explanation for the scepter which i appreciate mm. which also makes me feel like somebody was like hey can you tell us why he's holding on to that stupid thing um and he's like Rand kept the thing close to remind himself that he might have more enemies than those he could see mm-hmm. thank you that's all i've wanted that's all we needed <laughs> pages and pages and pages seems <sighs> like so this farm yeah <laughs> going on uh and then we have this whole side note about like what rand is like i don't like him why don't i like him i loved this yeah this is great yeah right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there's something about him that rubs me the wrong way (laughs) and he's like no it's not like is it like jealousy like he's not unique anymore no i am unique i'm the dragon reborn i just don't (laughs) like him and meanwhile loose there and is like kill Kill him him. (laughs) yeah it's intense intense and um, that's the end of the chapter <laughs> yeah he's basically just like i'm gonna take you where you can serve so he's probably taking him to the school um, yeah the farm is the school and tame again like almost smiles but doesn't <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's a lot that's a lot had prologue man that, that prologue is really the the kicker because here. It, i really it was not a prologue it was like a freaking novella and it was yeah. just robert jordan like here are all the plot points I need yes, to set yes, up for the totally, this book, totally. but that I don't want to write into Here's whole scenes. 16 dominoes. Here, I set them up. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very, I was setting up of dominoes. Um, I know everybody's on the edge of their seats, but I will say that my new e-reader system is working out much better. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it was definitely better. I could tell what I wanted to talk about. And I think some of you know, I record in a literal closet. Mm-hmm. and the lighting is not very good so you can <laughs> see it so I can see it it's shiny it's like glowing <laughs> I can see the words on the page yay very exciting I'm excited <laughs> I'm excited thanks Kobo e-reader oh um, <laughs> I miss my Kobo no I miss Aww. my Sony pocket reader that was my oh, favorite old school it was the perfect e-reader I will like until I die I will say it was the perfect (laughs) e-reader I loved my Sony reader so much wow perfect size I didn't even know that existed it was I it was like the it was the perfect e-reader and I was like so upset when they stopped making R.I.P. Sony e-reader I know 
I like the, I literally like two months ago, was like trying to look up to see if I could find old. I was just going to say, did you, did you and they're so expensive because <laughs> I think I got it for like 30 bucks, Oh, but wow. because they don't make them anymore, they're yes. like 200 or something. And yeah, I was like, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not spending $200 on decade old technology. No, that seems like a bad plan. <laughs> no, <yeah>. thank you. <laughs> Um, okay. I am glad it's working out though. Yes. Yes. It's good news for everyone. Uh, all right. So you can keep an eye out for future episodes every other Wednesday, assuming we don't have any more unplanned, um, <laughs> hiatuses. I have, a book. Will. <laughs> I have a book due July 18th. Yeah, so, <laughs> we'll <you> see. Know, <laughs> hang, hang in there, everyone. We're, we're doing our best. Um, you can follow along on social media at the hashtag Tarv Valen or bust next episode we are going to do chapters three through seven uh we have a couple different potential plans out there for chapters but we're going to try to stick as close as possible to the hundred page even with more words yeah so we'll see how it goes chapters three through seven uh, and a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow We Love Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you are enjoying the show, please, pretty please leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It does help other folks to find the show, but mostly we just really like to see them. We did nice. get a new one. We got a new one? But, uh, new-ish. I mean, new since the last time we talked about it. Yes. Yes. That's yes, exciting. Yes, 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 I'll have yes. to look that up. I'm like trying to click on it now and <laughs> no, I don't want to play it. Oh, God. <laughs> Dang it. I lost my like sleepy podcast. Oh no. Um, yes. It's, it is from Heron78 on iTunes. It says, I love this podcast. It reminds me of the moments I enjoyed from the books and reminds me why I it reminds me why I will never read them again. <laughs> Jen and Preeti are hilarious, and it's so fun to experience the Wheel of Time with them. Oh, thank you. We do it so you don't have to. That's right. We do. We do this so you don't have to. Oh, good Lord. Well, that's just the realist truth. That right is there. the realist. <laughs> um, if you would like to find us, on other places you can do that i like when i am on social media you can find me on twitter tumblr what twitter and tumblr as jen irl j-e-n-n-i-r-l or on instagram as i am jen irl and on some podcasts over at book riot uh you can find me on all socials at run with skizzers s-k-i-z-z-e-r-s uh also on basic geek girls where we are doing Ms. Marvel. Um, Love. So good. And of course, please pre-order my Spider-Man book. Do it. Spider-Man's Social Dilemma. It comes out July 26th. I can't believe it's almost here. Oh, actually, secret only for podcast listeners. Oh. Preeti will be coming on one of oh. the Book Riot podcasts in not too long. So, I was like, what secret? You're like, what secret? It's a secret, except for from the people who just heard it. <laughs> Yay, it's going to be exciting and fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tarvalin or Bust. It's like, what's our Patreon? I forgot as I was reading it. <laughs> what's the name of this show? What's the, name, what's the name of the show we're recording right now? Uh, and thank you. Huge thank you to our patrons, as always. Kat, Joanna, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, 
Zach H. Eleanor. Justin H. Fred. Robin. Lisa D. Ian Z. Jordan Z. Greg G. Saga N. Josh S. Robert J. Ben P. G. Todd. R. D. P. Footy. Ross P. Tobin T. Megan. David N. Ariel B. Amy A. Michael. Linnea M. Lindsay W. Julie. Danielle G. Dan B. John A. Clara H. Carly. Brendan O. Mary. Akil A. Caroline P. Joe E. James K. Mathis. Joseph S. Ryan M. Sarah R. Kelly T. Helen D. Joshua M. Michael D. Dre. M. Lethem. Janae H. Jennifer P. Rio W. Christina G. Chaitali S. Charlie E. Arcade. Stephen S. James. Ruth A. Jetlag Jessica. Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David U. Amy R. Meridim Mimi K. Amanda. Mark D. Heather J. Christina M. Malia H. Keith. Sirius G. Olivia K. Joshua S. Nicholas E. Michelle S. Michelle D. Destination Toast. MJ. Kat S. Jericho W. Sabre Bouquet. Thomas K. Elizabeth F. Emily. Evans K. Ola J. Yulia S. Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. 